Cornucopia Radio presents The following show contains violent scenes, acts of a sexual nature and strong language throughout. It might also contain flashing imagery and small traces of nuts. It is unsuitable for children, pets, old people, pregnant mothers, gay people, straight people, bisexual people, white people, black people, people of any skin color, people with skin, people without skin, and people called George. You are strongly advised not to listen to the following program and to turn off your radio straight away. Unless you don't want to, in which case, nah. This is the story of Willow. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. Suffer from paranoia? Spend too much time indoors? Are you addicted to Rice Krispies and had a childhood fixation with He-Man? Did you take early retirement at 21? Would you break your leg for money? Do you have hallucinatory visions of the Chuckle Brothers? Do you find you laugh just a bit too much when someone says something funny? Did you used to be addicted to pig donuts? Do you think the world is wrong by the wrong people, or in fact it's impossible for the world to be wrong by any people? Do you wish that the wobbles were real? Do you think you're losing touch with the kids? Does your mum still buy your clothes? Does your dad wear in your shoes for you? Do you think that everything around you is bland and getting blander? Do you like this music? Then there's no hope. There is hope. No hope. This week's secret word is cancelled. Hey you, this is the Cornucopia Radio Show, and we demand that you listen to us for the rest of the hour. We're a collection of writers and performers from across the region, and we've got a bunch of sketches, plays and monologues to broadcast for you. If you want to know more, or get involved with the group yourself, visit cornucopia-radio.co.uk And you know, you should get involved. Whether you're a writer, a performer, a director or a producer. We have fun and we make great stuff. And no matter who you are, I will let you buy me a pint. In fact, if you're really good, I'll let you buy me several pints.
Section 1. To build this wardrobe, you will need an Allen key, an adapter post, a small saw, tape measure, some superglue, a 10mm ball end hex key set, a ratchet, spirit level, a blowtorch, a large bottle of ether, a pagan ceremonial knife, a flux capacitor, and the arms of a small child which bend at a reverse 72 degree angle. Section 2. To prepare, lay out all the pieces in front of you, and judging by the amount of wood panels you have unpacked for the wardrobe, briefly consider building a full-size replica of a Noah's Ark instead. Section 3. Realise you can't find where you've put the superglue. Section 4. Realise you're sat on the superglue. Section 5. Begin by attaching piece A to piece D. Use piece G to level across piece F. Piece B should fit into piece C via the dowels which should now be visible from piece D. Hinge 1, which is perpendicular to hinge 3, should be lined up with the two runners on piece G. Bracket X, which is connected to pole C, should now be facing magnetic north, while sprocket A and B should now be vertical in a way which directly violates Newton's first law of physics. Thankfully, for your benefit, we have not labelled any of these identical-looking pieces. Section 6. After this, pin the hinge, cork the pin, nail the tack, skewer and staple the rivet, and clamp the ratchet bolted unbolted hook anchor. Wonder if the manual instructions on the other side make more sense. Section 7. You should decide to take a 5 minute break at this point, ideally while opening a can of beer with index finger 4 and looking at the picture on the front of the box, while lazily trying to screw part K into section P using just your feet. After looking at the picture on the box and then looking at the pieces on the floor, realise they sent you the pine version instead of the mahogany one you asked for. You may wish to kick and break piece F, which is connected to piece E via bracket 3, the only section you're pretty sure you've actually done correctly.
section 8. Give up and continue to hang your clothes on the back of a chair. The Cornucopia Radio Show, because nostalgia was better in the old days. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, come and get a much-needed visit to the world's first mobile toilet van. All the way from Margate to the North Yorkshire Moors, this moving portaloo is even recommended by the likes of Natalie Umbroglias. A peanut pool special today, normally costing £6.50, but I'm giving you a shake and a plunge for half this price. Please note this does not include diarrhoea, which will be charged inclusive of VAT at £16.52. I know you're asking, how do we know what you've done? And some of you will try and swindle us for a tinkle and make a sneaky brand deposit. But we do have video cameras and my assistant, Fipsy, will be sniffing the booth immediately after. Renowned skid markers will be charged extra. However, for today only, purchase two rolls of blue paper and we will chuck in a chimney sweep's brush. Speaking of skid marks, we do have a one-off competition today for all the sporting men out there. Any one of you that can blast the three leftover skids from our visit to Leeds last week gets free number twos all next week. That's a possible saving for all our regulars of up to 36 quid. We still have our special Valentine's promotion from last month. What can I say? I'm a hopeless romantic. That's two peanut with a free his and hers matching loo warmer. If you would like to give this as a voucher, please remember the van does not operate in this area on a Tuesday. So... How about you park your derriere on our portable throne and have a crap down the porcelain pot that everybody's talking about? Oh, and as for the small print, senior citizens are not permitted to use the facilities unless accompanied by a qualified wiper. Well, what can I do? You could play that 16th note groove just straight. Going. You'll be amazed. Okay. Do it again. Okay. And let's just pick the mother of all funk chords. Let's pick a ninth chord.
Cornucopia Radio Show, also available on CFAX page 267. I am so full of love. With my precious bar of dough, I feel the world come together when I rub on my imperial leather. It's the greatest thrill by far, that wonderful orange coat. It gives me strength. It gives me hope, so God bless it, God bless my soul. <coughs> that was an extract from Cleansing the Body, the Cornucopia Radio Show's exciting new soap opera. The Cornucopia Radio Show. It likes to play around with its own formats when nobody is looking. This is Communities Live. 
because at that time the housing was cheaper. I know it's not a big city centre, but there's still quite a few shops that quite like it. Dog and partridge on Trippet Lane every other Thursday. Love the green room just for like acoustic nights. This is Communities Live. It's a very big question, isn't it? Welcome back to Communities Live. I'm Claire Nervous Voice. We're joined in the studio now by acclaimed playwright and director Pedro de la Bastion, whose new stage musical is set to become one of the first productions staged at the newly refurbished Crucible Theatre. Mr. Bastion, thank you for being here today. It is a pleasure all of my own. I love the BBC Radio Sheffield. Now, if you can tell us about your new play... Well, it is not a new play as such. I have instead adapted a classic film from the 80s, as is currently the trend in the West End. But as I'm sure you can tell from my accent, I am Sheffield, born and bred. So I wanted to adapt a film that was also about Sheffield and Sheffield people. Uh, but one that still had a strong musical element. Uh, I think it's fair to say that the Sheffield-based film you've chosen has proved to be a little controversial in some quarters. Uh, Well, if I'm honest, I don't think it is uh, that controversial. Threads, the musical. Uh, Yes. You see, for me, uh, nuclear holocaust has always had a strong lyrical undercurrent. Uh, one that has not yet been exploited uh, by the stage. Okay, uh, we do uh, drop the nuclear bomb on Sheffield. And, and yes, uh, millions do die. But despite this, it is still a happy plethora of singing and dancing. It is just everything in this land is uh, a little more charred. Right. I'm just reading the list of uh, the songs throughout the show. Yes, it is uh, fair to say that the musical director and I have come up with an amazing collection of hit songs, which I guarantee will get stuck in your head, uh, much like a malignant tumour. Which one's your favourite, sir? Farewell to the Flesh or Radiation Sickness Blues? Uh, well, they are both uh, great songs, and you clearly have a wonderful test. Uh, particularly Radiation Sickness Blues, which is performed by uh, all the cast, including some uh, animatronic, irradiated, deformed babies, uh, created by the same people who worked on The Lord of the Rings. Also, we have such toe-tappers as The Dead Are Piling Up, where The Dead Are Piling Up, which is quite a jaunty number. And of course, uh, my favourite song, uh, Eating a Dead Sheep Carcass for Two, uh, brackets, uh, Just Me and You. Uh, that is our bigger romantic number, uh, performed by the three lead characters. It is uh, very powerful, uh, very emotional. Well, you have managed to gather quite an impressive lead cast, haven't you? Uh, yes, uh, we are very lucky to have such a talented collection of performers. Uh, Ellen Page uh, playing Ruth, uh, Samuel West uh, playing uh, Jimmy, and of course local Sheffield legend uh, Bobby Nutt uh, playing the dead ship carcass. 
I've heard it's also quite an interactive play. <laughs> well, uh, I uh, can't possibly uh, comment on that. No, please do. I suspect you're dying to tell somebody. How about giving us a Communities Live exclusive? Okay, uh, you be uh, twisting uh, my arm and also you are very cute. So, uh, you see, uh, we didn't just want the audience to watch Threads live on stage. Uh, we wanted the audience to experience Threads live on stage. So let us just say that uh, somebody... And by somebody, do you mean yourself? Uh, you are indeed uh, very quick. Uh, let us just say that uh, somebody uh, might have hidden some live plutonium on the various seats in the theater. So it won't just be memories of our wonderful musical that you live with. You'll also be living with mild radiation poisoning and a lifetime of sterility. All this for just £25 a ticket? To me, that is a bargain. Well, I've already got my own ticket booked. Uh, so, once again, thank you for coming into the studio. And, of course, if you're interested in going to see Threads, the musical, then you can buy tickets via the Sheffield Theatre's box office. Coming up next on Communities Live, we'll have some more awkward pauses and we'll finally be telling you what the big question actually is. The Cornucopia Radio Show. Because when we fall over in the forest, we make one hell of a noise. So, uh, I write a lot of the stuff on the show. But I'll admit, I mean, I don't write all of it. An easy way to find out uh, who wrote what is uh, if it's funny, interesting or dramatic, then it's probably something I've done. If it's poor, uh, makes no sense, and has no redeeming features, then it's been written by one of those uh, other losers on my team. This week, I'm going to send the cue ball down the table and break. So, how are things with you? Did you get that thing sorted out at work? Well, it's like I said, if they're going to make you take a pay cut then they can't expect you to put in the same amount of work, can they? Me? Well, yeah, okay, I guess. I know, I know, I'm better off without her. Still, it hurts, you know, man. It hurts. Oh, unlucky. That's a tough potting angle. City like a big playground when suddenly Batman burst from the shade. Big Godzilla with a bad grenade. Godzilla got pissed and began to attack, but didn't expect to be blocked by Shaq, who proceeded to open up a can of Shaq Fu when Aaron Carter came out of the blue and then he started beating up Shaquille O'Neal. Then they both got flattened by the Batmobile, but before we could make it back to the Batcave, Abraham Lincoln popped out of his grave and took an AK 47 out from under his hat, blew Batman away with a rat a tat tat, but he ran out of bullets and he ran away because Optimus Prime came to save him. This is the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny Good guys, bad guys, and explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny The cat 
Godzilla took a bite out of Optimus Prime Let's scrub McGrub took a bite out of crime Then Shaq came back covered in a tire track Jackie Chan jumped out and landed on his back Batman was injured and trying to get steady When Abraham Lincoln came back with a machete But suddenly something caught his leg and he tripped Indiana Jones took him out with his whip And then he saw Godzilla sneaking up from behind And he reached for his gun which he just couldn't find Cause Batman stole it and he shot and he missed And Jackie Chan deflected it with his fist Then he jumped in the air, he did a somersault Well Abraham Lincoln tried to pull a ball Time to Optimus Prime but they collided in the air They both got hit by Care Bear stare This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Good guys, bad guys, and explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown Angels sang out An immaculate chorus Down from the heavens Descended Chuck Norris Delivered a kick Which could shatter bones Into the crotch Indiana Jones Who fell over on the ground Writhing in pain As Batman changed back In the first rain But Chuck saw through His clever disguise And he crushed Batman's head In between his thighs Then get off the gray And get off the white And Monty Python And the Holy Grail's Black Knight Benito Mussolini And the Blue Meanie And Cowboy Curtis And John B. the Genie Robocop the Terminator Captain Kirk and Darth Vader Low Pants Superman Every single Power Ranger Bill S. Preston And Theodore Logan Spock the Rock Doc Hawk and Hulk Hold it all Came out of nowhere And ain't back The kick Chuck Norris And his cowboy ass It was the bloodiest battle The world ever saw Civilians were looking on In total love The fight raged on For a century Many lives were claimed But eventually The champion stood The rest saw the better Mr. Rogers In a bloodstained sweater This is the ultimate show of ultimate destiny Good guys, bad guys And explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Good guys, bad guys, and explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Good guys, bad guys, and explosions Moments in the History of Retail, Part 36. (sighs) 
What a day. Can I get a... A double brandy? Oh, and uh... Leave the bottle. Sounds like you've had a rough time, mate. You don't know the half of it. I've lost my business. It's... It's all gone. The bank has foreclosed on me. I've got nothing left. Nothing. <sighs> yeah, I know all about that. I know all about that far too well. Apparently, a shop, my shop, which does nothing but cut keys, isn't seen as being profitable anymore. It's a waste of resources. Apparently. Funny you should say that. The same thing happened to me today. That place was my life. My family has owned that shop for more than 200 years. Until today. And the bank shut me down. Seems nobody wants shoe repairing anymore. There's simply no room in this world for an old useless cobbler like me. I'm sorry, man. He's... These things shouldn't happen to people like us. We deserve better. If only there was some way we could just work together. What did you say? I said if there was some way we could combine our talents, we could... That's it. Let's open up a shop together. A key cutter and a shoe repairist working together. But what type of shop would we open? Isn't it obvious? You mean... Yes, a sex shop. That is an amazing idea. Why has nobody ever thought of it before? You go get the butt plugs. I'll go get some double-ended dildos. That was Great Moments in the History of Retail, Part 36, The Sex Shop. Welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order? Yes. I'd like a serving person that isn't obsequious and fawning, a burger that doesn't contain 17 grams of fat, a thick shake I can drink without sucking hard enough to make my ears bleed, an apple pie that doesn't contain hot molten lava, some chicken nuggets that are made from an actual chicken, a quarter pounder that weighs a quarter of a pound... And a large Coke that has more Coke than ice. And before you ask, I don't want fries with that. I want chips. But most importantly of all, I don't want to have a nice day wished upon me by someone that has no concern about the kind of day I'm already having. I'm British, and I don't do this type of thing, Okay? Would you like to make that a happy meal, sir? Does that come with a free SpongeBob SquarePants toy or some kind of Hannah Montana-related merchandise? Because if it does... Then you've got yourself a deal, Mr. Big, Greedy, Corrupt, Corporate America. But be warned, Hannah Montana won't always be around to save you. Number one, get on the radio. Number two, say some stuff. Number three, uh... Number four, profit. False. Cornucopia-radio.co.uk Facebook.com slash cornucopia.radio Twitter.com slash cornucopia radio I think back to my days in school 
Sorry, I didn't mean to play that song. I meant to play something else. I've made a terrible mistake. The Cornucopia Radio Show. The last best hope for peace in the galaxy. Well, here we go. Another day, another minimum wage paycheck. I hate this job. I really do. I despise it with a passion you can't understand. Come on, man. Just get some respect. Just quit. Just get up and leave. No one cares. Do something more constructive with your life. Go and build a well in Africa or something. Yeah, or alternatively, just sit here and answer the phone all day like a mindless robot slave. It's your choice. Your move. Hello, thank you for calling the Poetry Technical Support Line. How may I help? Hmm, okay. So your poem's crashed in the second stanza. It's not responding at all and it won't let you start a new line. Okay. Are you in front of your poem at the moment? And which system are you using? Pen and paper. Okay. Just read back the last line before you crashed. Okay, there's your problem. That metaphor and that simile are no longer compatible. Well, you could try a more up-to-date metaphor as long as it's not mixed, because they always tend to crash. Well, I'd recommend some alliteration. should be more than compatible with your system. In fact, you may even see a performance increase in your metre and rhythm. Of course, yes, I'll wait on the phone while you try and fix it. Oh, so that's fixed it, has it? Oh, that's great. Yep, no problem at all. Uh, That's what I'm here for. Any other problems, just ring straight back. Okay, you have a great day as well. So it begins. Just another nine hours of this to go. Hello, thank you for calling the Poetry Technical Support Line. How may I help? Okay, well, slow down. So you're saying all your poems have stopped rhyming? You are aware that all poems don't have to rhyme? No, no, that's that's okay. Um, We're probably going to have to reinstall your rhyming system to fix this. Do you have your original rhyming dictionary to hand? And are you in front of your poem at the moment? Ah, if you're not in front of your poem, this might be a bit tricky. You see, I won't be able to understand the aesthetic or evocative devices of your poetry, and I might end up accidentally uninstalling the assonance of your content. Yes, yes, that's probably for the best. Yes, we are a 24-hour hotline, so when you ring back, I'm sure we'll be able to help better. Okay. Sorry I couldn't help you any more, but like I said, it's for the best. All right. Bye-bye. Great. How can I help you when you haven't got your poem in front of you, you muppet? Hello, thank you for calling the Poetry Technical Support Line. How may I help? Well, good morning to you too, sir. Now, how can I help? Okay, you're having haiku problems. No, 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 I'm just a bit surprised because the haiku's normally a pretty stable system to work with. What exactly is happening? Oh, you're right, that does sound very serious. As you know, sir, the haiku normally has a strict 57577 structure. 
And what you're telling me is that all your haikus are being written in a 94988 format? No, no, I've not heard of that before. It sounds like your whole haiku system is corrupt. How long has this been going on for? That long? Oh, oh yes, I'm sure it has been an irritation. I'm not sure if I could have lasted this long without a working haiku either. Are you in front of your haiku at the moment? And it's a pen and paper system, is that correct? Right, okay, well, I think we'll try and reset everything. If you look at the top of the pen, you should see a little button. That's it. Now I need you to hold the button down for uh, about three seconds and then release. Okay, now press and hold it down for another three seconds. Okay, now try writing the haiku again on the page. It's still doing it, is it? Okay, let's try resetting the paper. Do you see the edge of the paper you're using? If you follow that edge along, eventually the direction will change. Now that's what we call a corner. Now, if you grab two corners and flip the paper over, it should now be blank. That's all right, calm down, don't worry, you haven't lost what you've written. Each piece of paper always has two savable slots. If you grab the corners again, flip it back. Yeah, can you see? Yeah, it's still there. That's right, okay. Flip the paper back onto the blank side and try writing the haiku. It's still doing it. Oh, okay, um, I'm sorry, I don't think, I don't think of what else we can do here. It sounds more like a hardware problem. Get in touch with the people you bought the pen from. Maybe it just isn't compatible with a haiku. Yeah, that's right. Just take it back to the manufacturer and explain it's having a problem with haikus. Okay, that's fine. Sorry, I couldn't be of any more help. Thanks for calling. Bye. That's a new one on me. I wonder if I can take an early toilet break yet. No, you're still looking in the third stanza. We need to be in the fourth stanza. No, madam, madam, you're still in the second stanza. Look, look below that, below it. You're going to have to use some onomatopoeia instead, sir. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. O n o m. Okay, okay, here's a thought. Do you have a son or a daughter who knows how to write a poem? Maybe it'd be better if I spoke to them. And so what's your rhyming poem called, sir? Okay, it's called Silver Orange. Ugh. No, 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 I'm still here. Seriously, four years at university for this. Hello, thank you for calling the poetry support line. How may I help? Okay. Mm, okay, I don't quite understand that. Are you sure this is a poem? I appreciate it stopped working and you can't write any further. I just need to work out the type of poem before I can go any further. Okay, just repeat that last line again, sir. There was a young man from Paris. Mm, yeah whose penis was shaped like a bunch of flowers. Okay, right. I think what you've got there, sir, it's a limerick. And I have to be honest, sir, it's not a very good one at that. I'm afraid we don't support limericks on this phone line. We only support poems, sonnets, haikus, odes, and the Chinese jintishi. No, 
No, I wouldn't be able to help even if I could, sir. I've never had any limerick training. You probably know more about it than I do. No, no, the two things are very different things, sir. Most poetry can be quite free-flowing and without rules, while a limerick often has a much tighter rhyming form, often using humorous intent. Uh, Please lower your voice, sir. Yeah, if you spoke to my line manager, he would only tell you the same thing. Like I said, sir, anything I did would be pure guesswork. Sir, please don't use that kind of grammatical structure over the phone line towards me, sir, or I will be forced to hang up. Hello? 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 (laughs) He's hung up, and the guy hung up. Idiot. Look, are you lot going to be alright for a while? I think I need to take my break early this morning. I don't care. Tell the boss what you like. Oh, and if I don't come back, it's because I've thrown myself under a number ten bus. I don't even like poetry. Mr. Peter, how are things going with the show? Fine, thank you. I, I think it's a pretty good one uh, today. Look, I just wanted to apologise for my attitude over the past few weeks. Granted, I know during that time you fired numerous guns in my vicinity, staging all that attack on Radio 4, framed me for the murder of Angelina Jolie, poisoned my water supply and allowed the Russian Mafia to put out a contract on my life. But I just wanted to say, you know, no hard feelings. It's been a uh, great working with you. Well, I don't know what to say, Mr. Peter. I'm really moved. A lot of people here at the station tend to treat me like rubbish. But you, you I can truly call a friend. Thank you. That's, uh, that's good to know. I apologise if I've occasionally been reckless in my actions. I've had a rough year, and it's tended to affect my judgement a little. My parents died at the beginning of the year, and my wife left me just a few weeks ago. I've also got mounting debt problems, and a worrying rash developing under my left thigh. You see, all I've ever wanted was to present my own show here on Sheffield Life, 
it kept me going through last times. But they said I wasn't good enough. I just stuck me out here as a security guard. I had uh, no idea. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it, Mr. Peter. So they wouldn't give you your own show? I'd imagine you'd be really good on the station. You've got a big uh, personality. You're exactly the type of person we need on air. You better get back to your show, Mr. Peter. Tell you what. I might regret this later, but why don't you have a go? You mean... Yeah, just play a few songs, say something funny, knock yourself out. I'll pop next door for a pint and see you again in five. Are you sure? Yeah, go kill him. Okay, here I go. I can't believe I'm going to get to do this. The Cornucopia Radio Show. Don't worry, the radio station automatic music playout will kick back in when we finish. Hello, and welcome back to the Cornucopia Radio Show. My name is Vincent, and I don't know about you, but I would say my three favourite things in life are sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together, brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the Disappears, dear, and I feel so fine Just to know that you are mine My life is sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows That's how this refrain goes So come on, join in Everybody sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows Everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way When you're in love to stay Sunshine Lollipops and Rainbows by the wonderful Leslie Gore which reminds me of a funny story where I once killed a man with some sodium benzoate. But before we get to that crazy little tale let's have a short musical interlude featuring a collection of sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Sunshine Lollipops and Rainbows, everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together, brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the rainbows, disappears, dear, and I feel so fine just to know that you are mine. My life is sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, that's how this ring goes, so come on, join 
everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way when you're in love to stay. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together, brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the The Cornucopia Radio Show, also available on CFAX page 267. Hey kids, if you're listening right now, you'll be excited to know that we're all going to play a new game soon. All you need is your mummy and daddy's credit card and a legible copy of their signature. So while you run off to find that, here's a request that just come in via the studio hotline. It's Leslie Gore with sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together. Brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the rainbows. Disappears, dear, and I feel so fine. Just to know that you are mine. My life is sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. That's how this ring goes. So come on, join in. Everybody, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way when you're in love to stay. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together. Brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the rainbows. Disappears near and I feel so fine just to know that you are mine. My life is sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. That's how this ring goes. So come on, join in. Everybody, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way. Cause you're in love, you're in love, and love is here to stay. So, uh, how are you doing in there? Have you got the uh, radio knack? You let him go out live on air? Yeah, he said it's all he's ever wanted. I just thought it would be, you know, the decent thing to do, you know, to give him a chance. Pete, you're an idiot. He's already played the same song five times in a row. Not to mention explaining how he once killed 13 people by stabbing them with an egg whisk. As we speak, he's reading out instructions on how to turn common gargan fertiliser into a pipe bomb. He's going to get the whole damn station pulled off the air by the regulators. Okay, okay, you know, let's not panic. And I've just been talking with the boss. He said he never even hired this man. He doesn't even work here. He just turns up for one hour while you're on air, pretends to be a security guard and steals our equipment before going home. He's naming even Vincent. It's Andrew Pasqua's Montebon. All that stuff about his family and wife is complete BS. 
that's the reason to panic. Okay, you know, mistakes have been made. Let's not start pointing the finger of blame at anybody. The boss says you're personally to blame for this. I clearly recall lots of finger pointing in your direction at the time. He says if you don't get this fixed straight away, you're fired. Okay, you know, just, just give me a second. Hi, Andrew. I mean, uh, Vincent. Hope you've enjoyed your little taster of uh, radio fame. But it's uh, time for me to take over again. So if you just want to give me control of the uh, the fader. Already? Oh, I still haven't played my favourite song yet. It's Sunshine, Sunshine Lollipops and, and Rainbows. Rainbows. Yeah, you've already played that. Um, a lot. I'm not asking. I'm telling. Okay, take as long as you like. How did it go? He has a gun. The shooty kind. Was she shot? At me. What are we going to do? I'm not sure how much we can do. We'll just have to wait until he gets tired. And if he doesn't? Well, we're, we're going to have sunshine, lollipops and rainbows all day, every day. Although, you know, let's be honest, it's still better than real radio. What's he up to now? Hold on, I'll have a look. Well? Oh, great. He's stripped down to his underwear and he seems to be setting fire to the stew girl. He's also doing some kind of mad dance. Anything else? Actually, now I come to think of it, it's more of a jig than a dance. But anything useful? No. Shall we ring the fire brigade then? This is our fifth fire this week. I think we get this one on the house. Nah, just let the place burn to the ground. Because A, it's a good dramatic way to end the series. And B, we really need insurance money. So, uh, what do you think of those funny little snooker sketches that I wrote? Yeah, overall I didn't think it really worked. The humour was a little too visual for my taste. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, do you think people are still listening to the station? I doubt it. No one's got this much patience. You on fire yet? Yeah, slightly. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows Everything that's wonderful is what I feel Oh, and we're together Brighter than a lucky penny When you're near the rainbows Disappears, dear, and I feel so fine Just to know that you are mine My life is sunshine, lollipops and rainbows That's how this refrain goes So come on, join in Everybody, sunshine, Everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way When you're in love to stay
That was the Cornucopia Radio Show, Part 5. It did indeed come to pass. It starred Peter Beeston, Nick Card, Nick Draper, and Michael Thompson. It also featured Chris Drury, Laura Ray, David Cox, Jason Turner, David Reaney, Ian Carter, and Ian Chandler. It was written by Peter Beeston, Jason Turner, and Nick Card. Our legal advisors were Peter Quistgard, Peter Quistgard, and Peter Quistgard. This show was edited and directed by Peter Beeston and is copyright 2010 to Cornucopia Productions. This is Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. That was the last show you will ever hear on this radio station. As you will no doubt already be aware, due to a major disagreement at the worldwide peace talks currently taking place in Zurich, many sovereign nations have launched massive nuclear strikes, which are expected to land around the world over the next few minutes. We would just like to thank you for listening to us during this time, and also to wish you and yours the most wonderful few minutes of what remains of your life. Good day to you.